Molly Fisk, Observations from a Working Poet. I run a group on social media where people write a poem every day for a month. I can't do this every month because it takes such regular attention, but every other month works well. It keeps me in the world of poems. It helps people. I earn a little money and it's fun. It's not a class. I don't teach anything or critique the poems, and I don't let anyone else do that either. It's kind of an imaginary cabin by a lake with wraparound porches and lots of good chairs where people can write their poems in safety. A retreat in the ether. No motorboats, no chainsaws whining on a distant hill. Peace and quiet and time. Maybe I should tell participants how I see this, though each likely has their own idea of what the process feels like, and I don't want to interrupt anybody's beach vision with my Adirondack view. Not interrupting people is part of why it works. I notice the word safe, too, which many of them mention. I'm offering a safe space for them to write, which makes me wonder why would the act of writing poems feel dangerous? Oh boy, let me count the ways. From the inside, any artist can be nervous about what will come out, things they didn't plan to reveal, things they didn't know they knew or thought. I think writers perhaps are more vulnerable because almost everyone knows how to read, so you're exposed in a different way from a painter or composer where there's a pause for interpretation from the original art form into language. And then also, because the general population uses language constantly, there can be a lot of opinions about written art, many expressed with authority. Nothing shuts creativity down like an outside opinion. The negative ones for obvious reasons, but even positive responses are dicey. If one thing is praised but not another, you might feel the other thing is lacking. You might start to love the praised thing more and steer your work in that direction, which can limit experimentation and freedom. Humans rely on social conformity for our species' survival. It's no joke. But in order to be creative, you need to ignore your species and listen to yourself. We all find different ways to do this, some more successful than others. Part of the tightrope artists are walking is how to be themselves strongly enough to bring forth their own visions and yet stay part of the group and not be ostracized. You can look through history and see how well this did and did not work. Don't forget about the people we've never heard of, too, the ones called anonymous and the ones whose work was never seen at all. This balancing is hard. It's no wonder so many were labeled crazy. I didn't invent poem a day with safety in mind, but I did make it a place where I'd feel comfortable myself. Some people love it and come back for years. Others give me a look of horror when I describe it. That's the great thing about humans, though, right? It takes all kinds. Award-winning poet Molly Fisk writes, coaches, and teaches writing in California's Sierra Nevada foothills. You can reach her at mollyfisk.com. This program is produced at the studios of KVMR-FM, Nevada City, California. Funding is provided by Harmony Books of Downtown Nevada City and KVMR with support from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.